it's time to be simply you. No more labels, no more lies and bullshit beliefs, no more living small. This is where simply doesn't mean boring and plain. It's the reawakening of a fabulously empowered warrior queen. You have the answers to a life you love inside of you. They're just hidden behind expectations and past beliefs that are holding you back from your true potential. All it takes is determination and the willingness to do the inside work, and you too can create a life you love bit by bit. Start today and you can start to shine and rediscover how fabulous you really are. Are you ready? It's your time to rediscover the warrior within you and be simply you. Hello, welcome to Be Simply You. I'm Jackie Ellis from JackieEllis.com and today I'm your host for this podcast episode. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, emotional avoidance and anxiety and the link between them. Now, I understand what it's like to live with anxiety, worry, and depression. I lived that way for years before starting to do something about it. The wake-up call was being put on medication to help with symptoms. I took the medication as directed by a medical professional, but I was unable to function while on the medication and was told it would be an indefinite solution to the mental health I was experiencing. Indefinite. I knew for me this wasn't a long-term solution, so I discussed other options with my health care provider. Thankfully, he was open to exploring other remedies that were more natural. And so my journey began as I explored the link between emotional avoidance and anxiety. Now, I'm not a medical professional, nor do I play one on television. (laughs) I do recommend you seek medical advice from a professional to rule out any other ailments that might require professional diagnosis. I discovered firsthand that avoiding your feelings only pushes them deeper and creates more issues later on. But why is that? Why would the natural shift in thoughts with the intent to avoid the emotion affect you so much? The answer is one word, amygdala. Your amygdala is a tiny part of your brain that's sole purpose is to sort through memories and send you emotions that relate to those memories. It has been doing these exact same actions since the Stone Age. You see something, you feel a response. Then you act on that emotional response, confirming you agree with the emotion sent. Then the amygdala files that away for next time so it can remind you what to do again. Yes, it is natural to feel the emotions around fear. It is even natural for your amygdala to respond with an action to avoid that fear. It's only trying to protect you, which is why it files away what you did to avoid those emotions. The amygdala is a file system of memories where it is essentially a computer that looks for memory and feeling that you had around that memory to determine what messages to send you today. And if you have experienced negative emotions around a new unknown situation, 
And guess what? You'll be sending anxiety feelings there too. Every time there is something new to experience. Fun. There have been numerous studies where they showed a clear co correlation between emotional control and anxiety. In other words, when we are able to control our personal reactions to the feelings our brain sends us, then we can control the level of anxiety we are feeling. Sounds simple. Uh, not so much, right? If it were that simple, we would be doing this every day. The trick to knowing how to master this is understanding how your anxiety is triggered and what habits you created to avoid your emotions. To master your emotions, you need to dig into what your anxiety looks like. And I help you do that in the Anxiety Breakthrough Formula. In the meantime, how can you dig into discovering more about your anxiety? Currently, your anxiety cycle is created by emotional avoidance. One, you are triggered. Two, your brain sends you an emotional response and the corresponding action you like to do to avoid that feeling. Three, then you do that action and avoid the emotion temporarily. However, your brain still is on high alert for anxious moments and is now looking for everything to be anxious about. And the cycle continues until you spiral into an anxiety attack, all while you've been managing your anxiety with emotional avoidance. There is, more, there is a more holistic way to break the anxiety cycle, and I'm going to get you started with three steps so you can get intimate with how your anxiety works. That's right, your anxiety is not the same as others, so why would there be a common solution for everyone? Let's get started. I recommend journaling so you can see what comes through subconsciously. There is gold within those subconscious thoughts of yours. Here are the steps to get you started so that you can get to know your anxiety, and they are all backed by science. Number one, understand your natural ability. Know that as humans, we have a natural ability to both feel the emotion and observe it without necessarily reacting to it. Number two, observe your emotions without judgment. When we are practiced at recognizing our feelings and seeing them as information packages, we can reflect on what information is being sent to us. I tell my clients to pretend to be Yoda and observe what you are feeling like a third party observer without judgment. Number three, track your triggers and how to respond to them. Then when you know how your anxiety is triggered, you have the power to choose your reaction carefully so you can retrain the brain to break the anxiety cycle. Remember when I told you I have experience with anxiety? I wasn't making this up. Therapists categorize the anxiety cycle into three types, perfectionism, intolerance to uncertainty, and people-pleasing. I was personally blessed to create habits around all three categories. Lucky me. 
Today I'm going to share with you one example of an anxiety cycle that I overcame holistically by using this method. Growing up, it seemed the family was always late and tensions always ran high as we were leaving the house for whatever event we were going to. Don't get me wrong, I was one of those kids that most, li most likely contributed to the delays. And now that I understand more about my mindset, I know why I did that. That being said, sorry for adding more stress to you, Mom. <laughs> then each time something like this happened over the years, even as an adult and trying to get my own kids out the door on time, my amygdala would file it away as a thing to be concerned about. As time went on, I created habits to ensure we were on time. I scheduled everything, even our downtime. The scheduling made me feel in control, yet a lurking, anxious feeling was always there. Every time I created the plan of when to do all the things necessary to get us out the door on time, my brain started down the anxiety cycle. It found everything to worry about, be anxious about, and the more I tried to control it, the worse it got. Why? because everything I did to control the situation just confirmed to my brain that I was worried. Until one day I gave in to the fact that I needed help. So I sought out a professional and was prescribed medication. However, my body was too sensitive to any of those medications. I was on a half a dose of the lowest dosage on the market and I still couldn't function. I needed another solution and I knew that medication wasn't a long-term solution for me because it wouldn't be me breaking this cycle. It would be a chemical controlling my reactions to the triggers which would then just add to the cycles anyway. What could be done for this situation? I needed to find the link between my emotional avoidance and my anxiety. In other words, for me, I needed to get honest about how much I was scheduling my time and my family's time and why. That's the key word. I needed to create more unscheduled time and allow myself to get uncomfortable with unknowing what we might do then use that time to show my brain that uncertainty could be fun. Then, the more I practiced this and expanded how I reacted to different anxiety triggers, I found new ways to retrain my brain. For me, the end result was fewer anxiety cycles and a deeper awareness of my own emotions. Studies have proven there is a link between emotional avoidance and anxiety. And the science can't be denied when I see the results from my clients, too. By recognizing your emotions and the habits you were doing to avoid them, you can control your response to your anxiety, which ultimately creates new pathways for your brain to choose instead of your old anxiety cycle. There is a holistic solution to breaking anxiety cycles, and it starts with not avoiding your feelings. Thank you for joining me on this podcast episode of Be Simply You. Until next time, be simply you.
On January 11th, 2021, I am holding space for people that have anxiety, the people that struggle with anxiety in their life. Is this you? Does anxiety control your life? The anxiety breakthrough formula takes a raw, honest look at what your brain has created as patterns to help you manage your anxiety, essentially creating a cycle of worry and anxiety. When you see the patterns, work through the beliefs behind them, and then create new healthy actions, you're using a formula that's powerful and you're breaking the anxiety cycle instead of managing it. Join us for the Anxiety Breakthrough Formula, a unique group program built especially for you. We start January 11th. Register for your spot today at JackieEllis.com.